to the New Story Podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Conran. This is the weekly energy report, and this week we're looking at Monday the 18th of March to Sunday the 24th of March. We are well on our way in our Mercury retrograde. We are nearly done with this energetic year as we finish up in Pisces, Sun in Pisces, Self in Pisces, and uh, this week brings us the Spring Equinox and a whole new vibe, and I think we're pretty ready for a new, a bit of a shift, aren't we? A bit of a new vibe. So there's some exciting things this week, and uh, yeah, I'm going to get right to it. The weekly theme I've picked this week is, my truest nature is joyful and abundant. And this is from my Reiki Mantra cards, which are available through my website for purchase. This card, interestingly enough, is the number three. And three is the vibration of 2019 that we're in right now, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. So this card, my truest nature, is joyful and abundant. This is our weekly theme. Joy is one of the highest vibrations of energy, and it has many positive effects, not least of which is an ability to recalibrate the physical body through a shift in our hormones and chemistry. Sometimes we get so caught up in the seriousness of life, we forget how fucking ridiculous it all is. You know, we forget to laugh and to play. We forget to look for the blessings in our life. We get laser-beamed focus on all that's not working, and we don't notice the things that are working, the things that we're so lucky to have. Uh, We get bogged down. You know, it's a natural part of our experience, and what we've been learning is how to pull ourselves out of that quagmire and create more balance, which is also a big theme this week is balance. So, In order for us to call more of what we want into our lives, we really need to be able to cultivate the vibration of that. That doesn't mean that we're always positive and never negative. You know, life is is about balance and we need contrast. But it means that if we are really sucked down a hole, we need to probably rebalance some other things, don't we? So if we've only been looking at what's not working, maybe we need to rebalance that with what is working. Uh, And also, I like to say that if you want to call in specific energy into your life, you have to really get into the vibration of that energy. So if you want to call in things that you love into your life, practice loving things that are already in your life more deeply. I love this glass of water, you might say, as you're drinking it. Mmm, that water is good. It's so refreshing. I'm so lucky to have clean water. I'm so lucky that I have access to water. I'm so lucky that I don't have to walk 12 miles to get water. Lucky, lucky, lucky me. I'm so, so, so blessed. Mm, 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 this feels good. Right? The blessings of clean water. I love this tree, you might exclaim as you're appreciating the natural beauty, even in a city, especially in a city. Oh, I love the architecture of that building. I love the way the light is hitting that window. I love the sky today. There's so much good stuff always going on that we can uh, really experience and appreciate. Look around you. There's a lot to love and feel blessed by. So let yourself really tap into those things and feel that joy by cultivating a grateful heart. 
You know, I think at some of my most depressed times, of which there have been many, so many people reached out and wanted to support me, and I never felt in my heart grateful for it. I always thought, they don't understand me. Uh, they'll never be where I'm at. I, I, I always found a way to, like, in the, in the olden days, right, for me, victimize myself, you know, and uh, a lot of my healing was about really building appreciation and also asking for support and help and doing things differently than I'd ever done before. So maybe if you have a really hard time right now and you just feel like it's impossible to tap into joy, you probably need to reach out and ask for some support and, uh, and get the care that will help facilitate tapping into that. Okay, the weekly tarot card this week. Two cards popped up. The first one that wanted to come out was the Two of Pentacles, and the supporting card was the Ace of Pentacles. Pentacles bring us into the material realm, the physical, tangible uh, world. Twos are often about choices and balance, again with the balance this week. And the Two of Pentacles indicates it's time for you to make some choices about the direction you're in. Um, indecision is the death of passion, I like to say. It creates this energy of fear and anxiety when really spirit never tires of giving you second chances. You can choose with the understanding that you get to choose again, always in alignment with your highest and best if something ends up not being exactly the right fit for you. The Ace of Pentacles is a, as a support card this week it's a new beginnings card. It speaks to a new beginning materially, and it asks us to believe that we will succeed whatever our choices are. Believe that our life is moving in a direction of our highest and best, always holding that intention within you. Focus on the best, most beneficial outcome. And again, don't forget to count your blessings. The weekly ritual this week is move it. This week's ritual is about shaking up your routine a bit. Go somewhere you've been meaning to go. Take a weekend drive or train somewhere where you've never been. If you have the means, book a holiday even. If there's a restaurant or some other endeavor that you've been meaning to try, try stepping out of your comfort zone this week. Perhaps you've been wanting to uh, go to an open mic night and perform or something like that. Maybe this is the week where you... Just go and have fun with it. Take your friends. Make it a party. You know, one of my clients recently said that at the bottom of her list, her to-do list, is the fun thing she wants to do each week. And I say, make that fun thing the priority and let that feed all of your other activity activities. You don't have to just be uh, busy and productive in order to gain access to that you know, trip to the park that you might need. Maybe that trip to the park is what's going to feed all of your other activities. So at the very least this week uh, in the ritual, let's just move our bodies, literally shake up the energy. Okay, so this is a big old shift this week. And I'd say Monday, Tuesday, we're really going to be feeling the end of the sun in Pisces because that 29th degree, it's where we started our Mercury retrograde. 
it's intense. Everything is really touching on our Chiron right now too, our wounded healer. The the uh, the wound where the light gets in. Our biggest core wounds are coming up right now. So I think Monday, Tuesday of this week probably feel the intensity slow, slow, slow way down, loves slow way down. Especially with Mercury in retrograde, things are foggy. People are not paying attention clearly. So I would recommend go slower than the speed limit. (laughs) Give yourself more time than usual. Cut some things off your schedule Monday, Tuesday. Simplify. Focus on your, um, you know, the things that you really need as well, like uh, food, grounding, fitness, uh, meditation, support from friends, etc., this also might be a time when you want to book a session or do something very releasing and cleansing because we're about to start a whole new cycle. And sometimes people want to really clean up things as they move forward into a new vibration. This vibration we're moving into on Wednesday, the 20th of March, is Sun into Aries and a full moon Libra, aka also our spring equinox. So I have a daily reading book by Jiddu Krishnamurti, and it's one of my favorite spiritual daily reminders. Just an FYI, it is heady as fuck to read. If you've never read any Jiddu Krishnamurti, uh, it will have your mind doing gymnastics sometimes, so it's not for the faint of heart. And this is actually a good book to get you uh, interested in some Krishnamurti. Um, Krishnamurti is an absolutely wonderful being who I uh, am really partial to. I love that. I love the way that he thinks and how he shares his ideas. He's dead now, but um, he has lots of really good books on all kinds of things. But be prepared to reread the same sentence 20 times in a row because that's how intense it could be sometimes with good old Jiddu Krishnamurti. All right, so I have this book. And it is the Book of Life. It's Daily Meditations by Krishnamurti. And I shit you not, he wrote this a long time ago. And it's 365 days of meditations. And as I move through them each day, I'm like, fuck, this is fucking right on, right? He's just one of those powerful healers and channels for spiritual information. So I thought I really wanted to look up this date in the Book of Meditations. And I'm going to read it to you. So the title of this particular passage is, You and I are the problem, not the world. The world is not something separate from you and me. The world, society, is the relationship, what we establish or seek to establish between each other. So you and I are the problem, and not the world, because the world is a projection of ourselves. To understand the world, we must understand ourselves. The world is not separate from us. We are the world and our problems are the world's problems. So again, that's from the Book of Life, Daily Meditations by Jiddu Krishnamurti. So this is so interesting, right? Because the sun is the individual. It's you or I, the self. And when it enters Aries, we're beginning a brand new cycle. And Aries is very leadership, spirit in motion, impulse ignition type energy. 
the moon is how we're feeling and it focuses on our feminine energy and Libra is a leadership energy of harmony and it teaches us the value of partnership. Having a full moon, which represents release and the end of an emotional story on a day when we are being reborn is a fucking paradox, right? On one hand, we're so excited to start anew, got lots of beautiful new energy On the other, the cycle we're starting is one where balance is going to require release. We're going to be required to release ideas, people, places, things, beliefs, values, moral codes. We're also going to have to release judgments uh, and any blockages to where we fail to see that the projection of the world around us mirrors our own set of beliefs, ideas, and values. How we meet the world, how the world affects us, is how we are actually also affecting the world. It's based on our inner perception. That's a big, big thing that we are tuning into this year, right? Big thing. It's not that the world is the... I just, I just think that this reading kind of really sums it up. You and I are the problem, not the world. So empowering to be able to take responsibility for our own perception, ultimately. Because it gives us back our power that we're giving to the world. And it makes us feel that we are actually have something that we can do. Right? We have a solution, which is work on ourselves. And then the answers will come to how we can help support society naturally. It will naturally flow through us. So this is going to be an interesting year, especially in America. You know, we have a lot of shit going on as we build to the um, election of 2020. It's going to be probably fairly intense race. Uh, I think that the pressure is already on. And to unify and to, you know, um, totally shift the way that leadership is handled in this country. And it's not just here. Obviously, we're seeing a lot of other countries are really, um, things are at a breaking point in some way. And that is for us as a collective to really unify and harmonize and bring balance to each of us individually and bring that into the collective consciousness. Um, so coming back into this, this is a, an, uh, the sun is entering Aries. It's the beginning of a new vibration on the same day that a full moon is happening. This is polarity. This is opposites. Okay. It's uh, a new beginning And it's an ending at the same time. And this is really what we're focusing on this year too. We're focusing on balance. Okay, so with with Libra, it's represented by the weighing scales. But the scales are only in balance when both vessels are either full with the same amount or completely empty. So that means this year we're learning how to live with our joy and our pain in tandem. We're learning how to live with new beginnings and endings at the same time. We're learning how to let our feelings pass through us one after the other, intuitively balancing opposites, allowing opposites, 
This year, we're also going to probably be very much called to focus on our relationships and especially our attachments. You know, um, what works for us? What doesn't? Have you figured out what your boundaries are? Do you spend time considering what you actually want? And then not only that, but there's a big difference between knowing what we want and then actually meeting that experientially, okay? That's the difference between knowledge and wisdom. And a lot of people think that because we've thought about something, we've done the work. Well, until we meet it in its physical form, we haven't really done the work. We've, we've attained knowledge about it. Um, but until we have the experience, we're not actually... Uh, creating wisdom in ourselves necessarily or shifting the pattern. So a lot of us can know what our childhood patterns are, right? We can know what our issues are. We can think because we thought about it that we healed it. But until we meet it in its physical form, in relationships, in our you know experience with our outer world, we can't actually let the pass the the healing pass through us. So. Lots of good material coming up this year, um, especially because this three energy of 2019 is trying, to, is trying to let loose, right, which is the divine child. It's the creative, emotional, expressive divine child, and we're learning how to lead that child with the authority of us as our inner parents guiding the way. So this is a, a, a nice big bang start to the year. Um, it's got a lot of material. It's going to show us the way a lot of the stuff that we're seeing at the moment is stuff that we're going to be working on throughout this year. It's giving us a little window into what's up. So pay attention. Write down the repeat messages. You know, Set your intentions. Some questions you might ask yourself at this time. Where is my love towards myself conditional? Where is my love towards others conditional? What are my methods of distraction and escape? And what am I ready to release? Where have I been in denial of my own personal truth or responsibility? Where can I be more creative? Where do I need to continue my spiritual pursuits and learning? How can I allow others to have their own spiritual path without judging or blaming them? Where do I judge or blame myself? Where do I limit myself from feeling my true feelings? And how can I soften into love and accept all parts of me, regardless of the perception of good or bad? Lastly, how can I be my own best healer? What steps can I take in that direction? So this is the day, the 20th of March, spring equinox, begins a brand new season of growth. All those little baby seedlings are going to begin to poke their little heads up from their deep slumbers. Pushing through the soil is going to be super difficult for those little seeds, but they're going to keep growing anyway. They're not going to fear that they might not push through. They're just going to keep on going. And I think for a lot of us, the fire of Aries will be such a nice shift. It might literally light a fire under your ass. You might feel more brave and brazen than normal. You might have the impulse to really shed layers or move in a new direction. And good for you. Enjoy that fire. Enjoy that passion. Follow your heart's desires. After all, you've learned so, so much this year. Thank you for the lessons and the love of 2018, everyone. 
let's put all that other shit in our rear view, shall we? And just keep moving forward with what is at hand. So we've only got one more week left till the end of Mercury retrograde. We go direct on the 28th. Uh, so, you know, um, keep with it. You're doing good. My April self-healing private mentorship is starting soon. You can sign up for your payment plan now with a deposit to reserve your placement. Uh, please email me with any questions or to set up your personal plan, and I will put my email in the show notes and the link for that, as well as the next Woodland Retreat. Uh, the weekend retreat is happening May 24th to 27th in Patterson, New York. Uh, the way it's feeling right now, I wouldn't be surprised if we had an early summer by then, and there is a pool at the house, so it's a wonderful experience. It's a wonderful way to get into nature, to commune with other spiritual people and to enjoy some healing release. And if you just need an energetic cleanup or to look at some spring forecasting for the um, upcoming months, you can always book a one-on-one session with me directly. And I'm looking forward to connecting with you soon. As usual, I want to thank all of our um, lovely patrons who help support the availability of this newsletter and podcast. Um, if you want to sign up for my newsletter through uh, www.rebeccaconran.com, you can do so, and that way you can access my the questions, and if you want to kind of check in with anything that I've said, uh, you can also just go to my website and uh, click on newsletters, and my newsletters are always current under there. All right, loves, thank you. See you next week.